0: 3 a.m. Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go.
1: This I like to to the Hey, I like to to the Wild One podcast.
2: This is Tyler, Allison, and Grace. Congratulations on one year of a great show. Looking forward to meeting up with all of you at Marathon Weekend.
3: Well, thank you. We look forward to meeting you too, Allison, and Tyler, and Grace. And I'm pretty sure I got that right this time. I worked hard on it. Hi my friends. Welcome to episode 56 of the Rise and Run podcast. We're so glad we that you're with us this week this week of the Wine and Dine Half Marathon weekend. I'm Bob and here with me this evening are Allie. Hi friends. Greg. Hey hey hey. And John. Hey, how you doing? we got we're short staffed tonight guys the the rest of the uh the other ladies are not with us tonight. Lexi Jack and Alicia are off running around doing God knows what when they should be right here podcasting but uh we'll we'll see them soon enough. Hey, we've made it we've made it you know it was just almost exactly a year ago today when this happened. my fellow run Disney fans our long national nightmare is over. After 623 days of wandering in the wilderness of virtual runs, of seeing our running friends only on Zoom, if at all, in less than 100 hours, Mickey and his friends will start the countdown, the fireworks will go off, and the Wine and Dine 5K will begin, signaling to the world that Run Disney has returned. And we are all psyched Much has changed in the last year. That was episode three for us. Now we're on 56. You can probably hear that we're using different microphones. It sounds a lot better. But, uh, you know, we were so excited that Run Disney was back. And that first weekend, we didn't know what to expect. And it was just great being back with the Run Disney crew. But... Weather wasn't all that nice, and some things were missing. So, we're even more psyched to be back here this year. Plus, we got a we got another member on the podcast crew too. Uh, Allie has joined. We gained an Allie. That's right. Uh, in the uh, in the intervening year,
2: a hundred and forty pounds of pure sass.
3: Yeah, that's that's good. We're we're glad you're here. <laughs> hey, good episode tonight. We're gonna try to keep it a little shorter than the last couple have been sorry, Chad. Sorry, you'll have to listen to it two or three times. That'll be okay. Uh, We've got two guests tonight. Weston Galloway is with us. I asked Weston to join us using the excuse of the podcast we listen to segment, but I really wanted to pick his brain, see what was going on with the Galloway productions. And uh, so he spends some time with us. We appreciate that. And then our friend Nate who finished the marine corps 50k marathon wasn't enough for nate nate's with us in the race report spotlight so we'll be speaking with them later on Training continues Let's see, how much training do we have to do for wine and dine? Oh, they won't have to do any because it's the weekend. Thank goodness.
2: I have some not quite training news, but exciting news um, regarding training. Um, My training buddy, Heidi, and I have been running. I live in New Hampshire. She lives in Florida. And we've been training together for the challenge uh, for wine and dine. And she recently was able to upgrade her marathon for Marathon Weekend to a dopey bib. Oh, uh, that's
3: cool! Oh, good wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good so
2: now we're dopey training buddies. So, hi Heidi. Hi. I know you're listening, and and I'm excited to train with you for your first dopey.
3: Cool. I'm I'm glad you. Got, I know you were trying to do that. I'm glad you got in. Speaking of dopey and Marathon Weekend in general, less than nine weeks away now. So if you're training for that one, you've got an eight and a half mile and a 20-miler this weekend. And let me go forward real quickly. The princess training continues also. The princess training this weekend is a three-miler. Guys, on the eight and a half twenty, 20 people who are at Wine and Dine, a lot of them ask, should I run the extra seven miles? What I will tell you by my experience, I've never done that. I've run whatever I ran during Wine and Dine weekend and just picked up the training when I got back. Anybody else have experience with that?
0: I don't necessarily have experience, but I mean, the one thing that I can say is you're at Walt Disney world. Yeah. You have to walk everywhere. You're going to get those miles in. Now. Sure. You know, I know coach twigs has told us that, you know, four to, you know, to count, you know, you should get going within, you know, two hours after you yeah. run and everything like that, but still you're going to have that time on your feet walking around, standing in line for the attractions and food booths and all that jazz. So I, I think you'll be fine. But just, you know, again, you know, pick right back up with it um, You know, once you return home.
2: No, I do the training run. So I actually get off the bus. Oh, really? And okay. I head to my hotel room. I drop my stuff off and then I just go run around the, the hotel okay. For a few okay. miles, but sometimes I will cut it a couple miles short just because, like Greg said, I do know I'm going to the park after or something like that.
3: Yeah, and then especially if you're doing the challenge or if you're doing all three races, you're up at 19 point something. Actually, if you're doing all three, you're over 20, I think.
0: Yeah, 20. Oh, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. When I finished the marathon last year, uh, got back to my room, showered, changed, went back out into the parks, I ended up doing a goofy on marathon day, I had over 39 miles on. Oh, yeah, right. so trust that's, me, you're gonna amazing. get those miles in. Yeah. You
3: will. <laughs> and okay, yeah, I am not giving out official training advice. Correct. But I, I will tell you, I've done three dopies and I've done wine and dine weekend every time, and I've never worried about the extra.
1: And, it, and you're close yeah. to a mile walk in coming to the uh, corrals for the half marathon.
3: There you go. You are this year, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That counts. Yeah. Which kind of brings me to, we never know exactly what's going to happen from race season to race season. There's always seems to be something a little bit different, but if this is your first time down there, I just want to give a quick idea of what to expect. Now, last week we talked about what to expect at the expo. Uh, I I don't think we need to repeat anything there, but on race day, you're going to get up too daggum early. (laughs) I like to get on the first bus. That's me. Not everybody does that. But if you get on the first bus I get out there and as soon as I walk in, you're going to be in a big crowd, almost from the get-go. You're going to be with a big crowd. You're going to head back to the area. Last up, well, last year they weren't there, but I think they'll be back. There are typically four character photo ops prior to the race. And, I just go to the first one and get in line and go through that. Maybe if the lines haven't gotten too bad, I'll do a second one. If you wait on these things, those lines are going to get too long and you're not going to be able to do them.
0: Yeah. Fingers crossed that they bring those characters pre-race yeah, I'm, I'm and sure post-race so. back. I'm really, 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 right, really, really right. open for that.
3: Yeah. I, I've never done them post-race, but they do. The same characters are back in the same place as post-race. So that's kind of neat. And then I kind of head over to the area where we congregate, which John put a nice little graphic in Facebook today. But if it is as typical, there will be a stage, there will be bleachers, and we will be on the left end of the bleachers standing around. So if you're looking for us, I'm raising my hand. I'll be the tall guy. The other thing, if you're not used to Disney races, expect a lot of standing around. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we'll stand around there for, I mean, you get on that bus. If you get on that bus at, what is it, they start at uh, 3 now, right, for? 3
0: start- for the 5K and the yeah. 10K and 2.30 for 230 the half. 2.30 for
3: the half, yeah. So you get on that first bus, you're going to be there a while. Let's say the bus takes 20, 30 minutes to get there. You're going to be there a good hour. You know, the corrals open. And some people like to get to the corrals early so they can get up front in the corral. And if that's what you need to do, that's cool, do that. Uh, I don't particularly care. I'd rather hang with my buds and uh, maximize the time. Then when you get in the corrals, you're gonna stand around for a while too. And then when the corrals start to move, you're not gonna stand around. Now you're gonna shuffle around for a while. (laughs) You're gonna gonna walk elbow to elbow with another 10 or 12,000 of your closest friends. But uh, eventually you get to the start line.
0: One thing also to expect too is if you need to use the restroom before the race, there is going to be an ample amount of porta potties. I mean, you'll never see more, than more, more ever Porta seen. Johns in your life in one area <laughs> than you will at a run <laughs> Disney That's race. true. And the one thing is, when you see the line, it can be very intimidating, but because of the sheer number, that line does go quick. The other point of reference I will give as well too as it relates to this issue is that, and now granted, for Wine and Dine, this only applies to the half marathon, is obviously a majority of them will be in that initial reunion section where we'll all gather, but they will have a few more out once you get out towards the corrals after that three quarters of a mile walk. So in the event that you do have to use it, it will be there for you as well, too. So just porn safety tip there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's impressive.
3: Um, the race goes off. You each get your own fireworks. Uh, not The fireworks are not that impressive in the 5K and 10K. They'll be a lot nicer in the half. They go off for every group that leaves. You'll be assigned to start corral, but then the start corrals will be broken down into starting groups. And it takes it, – takes a while to get everybody off so out on the course have a wonderful time remember these are disney runs they are for fun if you want to go and try to pr them i'm not going to tell you not to do it but i'm going to tell you that you probably got a better shot at a different race these are for fun you paid for all the on course entertainment and the photo stops and i hope you get an opportunity to enjoy all of those uh, when you finish, you come through the chutes, you get your medals. You get the box with the plastic cheese, my favorite, Gatorade, Powerade, whatever they got there, bananas, um, head out. There's a big reunion area. I'll be There's out There's a there. medical tent too. Yeah. Yeah, there is. There is. And then there are the, there are signs for the buses, and the buses leave from there, and they leave relatively quickly. If you drive on your own, I've only done that once. Um, Allie, you drive sometimes, don't you? I have. Yeah, yeah, I have
2: a few times. Um, you know, you have to be aware of getting there early enough so that there's not going to be a huge line. You do have to sort of prepare for that. Um, I'd say similar to the buses, you shouldn't leave later than you would normally get on the bus.
3: Yeah. And which is probably what I did. I, I remember thinking, oh boy, this is going to be tough. I'm going to get stuck in a lot of traffic and I must've left early enough cause I didn't really have any problem at all. Yeah, and then you walk in and you join the rest of the group.
2: It is a little farther than the buses, though, so keep that in mind. You know you, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, it seems like it's a lot further when you leave. <laughs> it does. It's far,
2: it, they move your cars, I think, and then it's farther.
3: <laughs> right, it's that space-time continuum thing, that, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I don't understand it. Uh, uh, so, yeah, hey, that's what to expect. Expect to have a great time. We're going to the Food and Wine Festival this time. You know that. I mean, it's the wine and dine run for the Food and Wine Festival. So we thought we'd take just a little bit of time and talk about the Food and Wine Festival.
2: The Food and Wine Festival is really near and dear to my heart um, because my Husband and I got married during this time and we took our honeymoon at Disney World. Cool. Yeah, and so we did it because we wanted to enjoy the Food and Wine Festival. So every year, um, it's it's sort of tradition for us to go and we look at the upcoming menu and we get excited about what there is to eat. And so I was curious what my fellow hosts were interested in eating and what they were looking forward to. So uh, Bob, what have you? what are you looking forward to?
3: Well, before we get into that, that's Ali. That's an interesting story. I didn't know that you hadn't told me that because Becky and I kind of did the same thing. Although we didn't get engaged. We'd been married for, I don't know, <laughs> long time. Um, but we were living in Alabama. We wanted, wanted to make a trip to Disney world and we made it around our anniversary, which is October 22nd oh, cool. and, uh, and, and, and we wine and dine. Not yeah. wine and dine, food and wine festival. I didn't, the wine and dine races were going on. I didn't know anything about them. Um, at least I think they were going on, but, uh, so yeah, we, we fell in love with the food and wine festival. We went the first couple of years before I found out about wine and dine and now it is an annual event for us. So that's pretty neat. Allie, I, I've been a couple times already this year. In fact, as I was going down the list of places that I've been to. I I can't remember whether I went to them this year or in a previous year, but let's start with one of my favorites. I like the Belgium. uh,
2: Oh yeah. The waffles.
3: And yeah, they got, they actually have two things. They've got, they've got three things on the menu. Uh, They have their beer braised beef, which I really enjoy served with mashed potatoes, very tasty, nice savory dish. And I also like, they have two Belgian waffles uh they have one with a chocolate ganache which is fine if you're a big chocolate fan i like the one with the berry compote so mm-hmm. i really i really like that effect i missed that last year with the pandemic not all of the booths opened at the same time and belgium opened really late and i don't think i got there last year but i've been this year and i'm going again who else who's who's got an who's let's go around the room here
0: who's next greg you got one yeah i have one the one booth that I'm really looking forward to, and I've seen this on countless vlogs, whether it's um, our friend Peter Brookhart at the Brookhart Project or Tim Tracker or Paging Mr. Morrow, they always get it. It's the Smoked Corned Beef from the Flavors of Fire booth. So on my list. It looks like, to me, like poutine but with potato chips. And that Mm -hmm. is really, really intriguing. And everyone always rants and raves about it. So um, that is one thing I will definitely be getting when I go to Epcot uh, during this trip.
3: It's on my list, Greg. You stole one.
1: That's good. I'll come come up with another. John, how about you? Another quick comment. Uh, My anniversary is in October also. And we went there for the first Food and Wine Festival back in 96. Oh, wow. Mm Which only lasted two or three days, I believe. Right? <laughs> it was short. It wasn't that short, but it was short. What I'm looking to forward to going to is the uh refreshment port over there. Yeah. I want the braised beef poutine, French fries. That, that's a good one. You know, it's like for us, it's like disco fries with beef on it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's another good one, John.
2: There is a poutine, I think, as well, that is dairy free, which for me is kind of my jam so i'm excited to try that one too but i like to um put carbs inside carbs when i eat so <laughs> i'm looking forward to india has um a potato and pea samosa with coriander oh, okay. lime cream and i just i just love samosas and i love indian yeah. food so i'm really yeah. excited to get that one that's All on right. my
3: that's on my list of want twos.
2: yeah totally so anybody else that. got one they want to chime in with
0: Actually, I'm going to stay right where you're at, Allie. I also want to go to the India booth, uh, but I want to get the crispy paneer oh, with yeah. mango curry ketchup. Uh, when I saw the picture of this, it essentially looks like like a, an Indian version of a mozzarella stick. Totally. Um, so I, I know my daughter would be really down for that, so uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely be trying that one
1: out for sure. Another one is I got to try the fr- the fry flight. Yeah. That I mean,
2: that's
3: good, it. John. Yeah. Now, that one I did try this year, I know, and and that's fun. Um, you almost have a dessert fry in there at the end.
1: Ooh. That's a sweet potato a, casserole
3: fry, right? There's a sweetened one at the end, yeah. Yeah, They're, those are pretty good. Uh, I will pop up with, and you know, obviously I'm into health food here. Uh, at the Mac and Eats booth, <laughs> the oh, Cowboy God. Macaroni. <laughs> Yeah, baby. The <laughs> cowboy macaroni with the pork belly. M-M-M-M-M. Try some in your mouth today. It's good stuff. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, I, I forget where the Mac and Eats booth is. I think it's over by... It's by Test Track? Well, f- fry fry, the Fry booth is definitely by Test Track. I think Mac and Eats is too. It's, it's in that part of the park. I
2: think. Yeah, yeah, it is. I got one at Shimmering Sips. Um, they have guava mousse on a sugar cookie with coconut lime whipped cream. Oh. And I'm, I love guava so much that I'm so excited for this one. Um, and I love desserts too. So I'll probably any dessert things as we go around, if I see it, I'll probably want to eat those too.
3: <laughs> Most of the booths have some kind of a sweet, uh, that's a generalization. I'm not sure that's true, but there are some out there. Yeah. Very nice. Nice uh who's got we got a i got one more i added one because flavor flavorsome fire corned beef is really good and i'll be back for that i promise um the uh Kahlua pork sliders in hawaii oh yeah very tasty my,
2: yeah my husband's had those those are like one of his favorites. very tasty and they have a
3: spam dish there
0: too and i know this sounds silly but it's good it, no, it, it's very good. I had this when I went out to Maui uh, in January. It, it almost kind of reminded me of like when you go to, um, for me, locally, a Wawa or nationally, like a 7 Eleven, you know, and there's always like the hot dogs that are in the, you know, the plastic case, you know, yeah. in, in the, you know, the hot, you know, container or whatever. This was like this, but in Hawaii, and it looks like a, a piece of sushi, but you have the rice and then it's spam. And then it's wrapped in the seaweed with some special type of sauce on it. And I, I, I just had to try it. And it was very, very good. Oh, wow. Lived in
3: Hawaii four and a half years. Lots of spam in Hawaii. And they serve it different ways. It's
1: good. I'm I'm looking at the, uh, in, in Ireland, the warm chocolate pudding cake with the Irish cream liquid custard on it. That's very oh, good. man. That's, that's, that yeah. sounds good. It's kind of <laughs> sinful. Yeah. <laughs> very, very rich. Very yeah, rich. It looks awesome. It
3: is. I haven't had it for a while. I've had it; it's, it's probably been a year or two.
2: Now, this but, one's um, not a dessert, but it, it's a beverage, and it's called the frozen apple pie. And I, I know oh they have yes, tons yes. of beverages, but that one was kind of ma- making me think: like, what is that going to taste like? Is it going to be kind of like the Lafus Brew, or is it going to be? I don't know. I'm kind of I'm intrigued. Does anybody have any other beverages that there? I've had that.
3: In? That's in the Appleseed Orchard.
2: That's right. Yeah. Which is. In Canada?
3: Yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's where the Circle Vision film is. Yeah, yeah, right, that's right, that's right. It's oh, okay. Circle Vision, that's right, exactly.
2: Cool. I mean, and of course, if I'm over there, I'm going to get the maple popcorn because it's just so good.
3: Any other recommendations, kids?
0: Going off of alley in terms of the beverage portion of the evening, uh, I am intrigued to try over at the Fry Basket as well, uh, the 81 Bay Brewing Company Key Lime Lager. Oh wow! I am a sucker for anything key lime and lager, you know, uh, you know, a decent beer that I enjoy. So marry those two things together. That, that sounds pretty darn tasty. I think I had it, Greg. I think
3: so. And I think it's good. Yeah. I There's think you'll just enjoy so it.
2: many beverages there too. I mean, the food list is incredible, but like the beverage list is just as, just as long.
3: It is fun. And we've alluded to it. It, it. The daggum thing's almost six months long now, isn't it? It's yeah it's crazy. <laughs> I think there are if you and if you include the Christmas festival, which is coming up, I think they're like a total of twenty-four days now Correct. Yes. God, where there's not some kind of festival.
2: I'm okay with that.
3: I'm okay with it too. Yeah. I like it. Well, All I hope right. everyone
2: has a lot of fun eating their way through. And if anyone has any suggestions, you know, you can always send them to me. Yeah. <laughs> at com. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There you go. <laughs> sounds good hey let's move on a bit uh our podcast we listen to series as i alluded to earlier i cheated i used the podcast we listen to excuse to get weston galloway to join us so weston's with us this evening all right my friends welcome now to the rise and run podcast weston galloway good to see you weston ah thanks for having me guys oh it's terrific uh i'll start with my typical opening shot weston how about introducing yourself tell them folks about what's your background and how
4: you got started running. So I'm Weston Galloway. I am Jeff Galloway's son. Most of you probably can recognize that name, but um, I am currently in charge of everything digital, most things digital, uh, in the Galloway ecosphere. So that is the You Can Do It podcast with Jeff Galloway. That is the Jeff Galloway Running Coach application that just launched about a month ago. And that is some other things that we have coming up that we can get into a little bit later. Um, obviously, I got running or started in running really early from basically birth. Uh, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I was in and around running events, you know, growing up, and and we have the store in Atlanta, Fidipides. and so I was always in the store, wanted to be in the store, just learning from some of the pioneers in the industry and how. Basically, it's the first running specialty store possibly in the world, and yeah. and they kind of pioneered how to evaluate shoes and evaluate people's gait to match them with shoes. And so just growing up in that, I knew I kind of wanted to do something with footwear. And so um I was a competitive runner, ran all through college, went to Wake Forest University and ran. Um, I got more of my mom's fast twitch jeans, okay. actually so she was a miler at florida state and my dad obviously was a little bit longer distance and so um, you know didn't the pain threshold that that he has and that those extreme long distance marathoners and 10k guys have i, I don't think i got that so i was uh, a half mile was about all i wanted to undertake so um i i was sort of competitive in in that middle distance uh range But, uh, but yeah, after college, I knew I wanted to get into the industry in some way. And I went back to the store, worked there for a while, and then, uh, worked for two different footwear companies, Mizuno, and then started making shoes, uh, for ASICs and was, was in charge of basically every running shoe that we put out for, um, you know, the seven years I was there.
3: No surprises there, but that's quite a story. That's cool. Now, listen... I've kind of I've kind of uh, lulled, you, lulled you here under false pretenses, okay? I said I wanted you to be part of our podcast we listen to series, and I do, I do. But I'm going to pick your brain on a whole bunch of stuff while we're here. But let's start with, and this truly is, my friends, this truly is one of my favorite podcasts. You can do it with Jeff Galloway. How's that been going? It's, it's been a little while since I've seen a, a new episode, but let's talk about that for a little bit. Great podcast.
4: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it it was basically when I started out, when I left ASICS, I wanted to just amplify the message that Jeff has been able to distribute for the 50 years that he's been a coach. And one of those obvious ways was through a podcast. And so Jeff has so many great stories. And I wanted to have a platform to allow him to tell those stories. And, and honestly, it's just an easy way to do it. Yeah, it is, uh, yeah. And so, um, you know, it's morphed into, into some different directions. Um, you know, we've, we've taken a slight hiatus just to get everything off the ground with the app. Oh, I understand, but, I understand um, what I do. Yeah. But the direction that we are able to take it in the future will allow us to reach a whole lot more people and be a little bit more interactive with it so it's you know it's a fun project to work with with my father and you know yes one it's allowed him to kind of tell his origin story where where it all came from and the munich olympic stories how he got there um but then the ability to talk with with different people throughout the industry so we've had ryan hall on there we've had uh robin with um peloton and um, some different writers in the industry. Um, and then just anything that, that pops up that, you know, peaks either of our interest or if someone writes in and said, Hey, I think you should interview this person. Uh, we definitely take a look and, and try to get it on the schedule. So um, yeah, the future, you know, we will continue the podcast and, and we have um, some episodes already recorded actually. So they will be coming out soon. And then we, with it kind of transitions uh, into an app discussion as well, because what the platform that we have that the app is on allows us to put content on that. So people can listen to um, podcasts and, and different things, you know, while doing runs. So there's a lot of different integration things that we can do with that, but yeah, happy to talk and answer any questions about the app as well, or the, sorry, the, the podcast. I take any opportunity.
3: I get nearly any opportunity to get around Jeff, whether it's at the JG or at uh, Disney weekends or Club Jeff. Uh, So I've had plenty of opportunity to talk with him. I've heard most of these stories two or three times. I don't care. I don't care. I like listening to them again. There's almost always something I pick up that I didn't hear the first time, or maybe he adds something. Uh, I'm I'm waiting for Munich part two now. I'm excited to hear about that. Okay. Yes, it is. It's in
4: the, uh, it's in the hopper. Okay. Uh, that's good. it is. Yeah. And, and these are, so Jeff has, has pinned or started to pin kind of an autobiography. Oh yeah. And, and so these are, um, you know, these along with some other things are, are obviously in there. So th- that was sort of some of the idea of, of putting this together is to own that content and get those stories out there. Um, and then you can like read a little further about them in the, in the book. Um, you know, that's a, that's a, a longer process, obviously, than just, you know, you can put a podcast out tomorrow, uh, if you want to. So, but, uh, I'm also on the technical side of, of the app. So yes, it takes, as, as we can see with the, the lull in content of you can do it. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's, um, it is, it's a great, you know, just way to communicate with people and, uh, and to have interviews and different things. So.
3: Yeah. And I do love your guests too. You've had our, Brittany's a buddy of ours, Brittany Charbonneau. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I think, uh, Carissa interviewed her, didn't she? She did. Yes. Jeff was actually, he was uh, planning to be on that one and then had to run and do something. So Carissa jumped in and honestly, you know, she, she, she knows Brittany pretty well. So it just worked out really well. Brittany's a Brittany's terrific. We've had yep. her on a couple of times. She's just she's dynamite.
3: Uh, I you can if you ever talk to Jen Miller again, you can tell her I bought her book. Oh, based yeah. on yeah, <laughs> the interview that you did yeah. with her. That's cool. So uh, yeah. Uh, friends, it's a it's a great podcast. Look for it. Uh Weston, you can find it anywhere, right? Yep, yep. It's on pretty much every platform that you can download podcasts on. It's a it's a good one. It's a keeper. And we look forward to more. All right, let's let's move on. You know, we had uh, Sherry with us a couple weeks back. Sherry was working with you on the app and she gave us, I mean, she did a terrific job. She gave us a lot of information on it, but since I got you here, since I'm talking to a man, uh, what kind of updates do we have on the app? Anything?
4: Um, Yeah. So the platform is super dynamic and that's, that's one of the things that I wanted to really get into when we updated the app. So we had, training apps in the past and they were kind of stagnant and you could download, you know, a 10 K program, you could download a a marathon training program, but revamping the app, putting everything under one uh, headline, if you will, or in one location just allows us to do a a ton of different things. Um, So I'm sure she kind of went through the laundry list of, of what's in there, but you did a good job. Yeah, but, um, you know, training plans, everything from 5K to up to marathon, we're going to add, we have the ability to add in really anything that, that, any kind of plan that we want. So if there's a, you know, an overwhelming demand for ultra marathon, Ultra's which is, right, yeah, yeah, there there has been um, some requests for that. So we're working on implementing that. Um, I think one of the, the coolest thing that, that I like to do is, you know, if I'm just feeling it randomly, whatever, um, I'll go into the workout section and do, uh, 800 meter repeats. And I don't really have to, I don't have to think about it. It basically tells me what to do and when to start and when to stop and everything is, is housed in the app. So it's tracking your GPS and it'll tell you when you've gone a half mile and, um, you know, and then you stop and walk and nice. recover and then yeah. do it again. Um, Outstanding. So just kind of you know changing up if you're not following a training plan, obviously those are built into the training plans as well um and then you know meal plans, everything but but going forward, you know one of our big things is is how we can integrate with obviously more people, and one of those ways is through races and so you'll see in the um in the tab all the way to the right uh in the resource tab, there is a featured events. Uh, section. And currently we have uh, four featured events, but the uh, laundry list is growing um, of events that we are partnered with. And what we can do, what we basically can do is, is really provide these events with a communication device to their athletes. So uh, not only do you get, you know, the training for that event, so it's set up specifically for that event, um, you'll have some some special bells and whistles of badges and different things you earn specifically for that event. As you You're, progress, yeah. Yep, as you progress, your little tracker will be, if it's a partner grace, it will be uh, appropriately changed to whether it's Honolulu Marathon or the Donna uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Marathon, um, the icon that, that tracks your progress will be changed. Uh, but But it also... You know, we, we have a way of um, helping these events communicate with their participants. So, you know, we can integrate blog content, and we can, you know, if there's a special message or something that they want to give to their their athletes, you know, we can distribute that through the app. So it, it's a it's a way to um, really provide a almost 365 degree um, or 360 degree. Um, Atmosphere of a race to a participant, and and you're not just showing up on race day, and uh, and that's where you kind of you know integrate with the race, but you're really doing it throughout your training, and you have the ability to buy merchandise and upgrade, you know, to other things, and, and all the things that the race possibly wants you to do. Um, we can kind of aid in uh, in helping out with that. So that is unique.
3: I'm- I don't know anybody else that's doing that, so that's something to look forward to. Um, still only available in the Apple Store at this time, right?
4: It is, yes, it is. Uh, we are vigorously working on the Android version. Um, it is, it, it's there. We're testing it, so it is. Uh, it's it's coming. It's soon it is in testing phase i want a so. time right now <laughs> <laughs> i unfortunately do not have that <laughs> i i, that. I, I do also that. ask for that on about a daily basis <laughs> um but uh no at least it's in testing phase because obviously getting getting there is uh that's where the the bulk of the work is but it's where we're getting all the the bugs out so it can work appropriately and uh and we'll have it to you
3: soon we we know from our podcast experience and you and I were talking beforehand about three quarters of your users are on an Apple platform anyway. And we get that, but you happen to be talking to a couple guys who have Android phones, <laughs> a couple more guys on the podcast <laughs> do too.
1: So we're, we're excited. We're looking forward to it. Uh, John, John, you had a question about the app, didn't you? Yeah. So uh, I, I'm an Android user. I did download it on my old iPod. It still was able to use it. Uh, not as well as I have it on my phone, but, uh, is there going to be like videos on there for drills and maybe some chat features or anything like that?
4: Yep. Yep. So the idea of the platform is super expansive and coming soon is a community where you can yeah chat with other users, you can post about your run. You can um, you, currently you can post to social, but, but this will be all kind of in the app. Um, and then, yeah, drill videos are actually already already um recorded it will be implemented soon as well there's really no limit to what we can do um another thing that we're working on is kind of live uh classes so we can we can put live classes in or whether they're live or you know you can just tape them um or or take them if they're taped um they will be in the app i know there's you know this this lack of charge community that yeah, um, right. was was out there before yeah, so right. you know something something similar is on the horizon um, so yeah there, there are a ton of different functionality that we will continue to implement um, as we go on here with the
3: app this sounds this is really ambitious and uh, it sounds very exciting so we'll be following along if you ever want to give us any uh, updates we'll be sure to pass them on I'm excited about Downloading and getting it on my Android. I had I was listening I was with Coach Twiggs. I was on uh, his Zoom call in the morning yesterday, and one of the callers said, Oh, I'm using the app and I don't know how to use my own music. Can I use my own music? And I said, I'm thinking to myself, I know you can. Yeah. But I don't know how.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's there's a, a few that's one of the most common questions, actually. Um, and it's super simple. Uh, you have to do it before you start a run. So that is one, one caveat. But if you go to your settings tab, so your me tab, it's called, uh, where you have your name, and if you want to upload a picture, we, we will never see it unless you post with it. Uh, coming coming soon, um, but uh, you know it's just for it's for you and, and to customize the app a little bit more. But um, so the me the me tab, and you click on the cog icon next to your name. And then you will see the music link, and in there you can select your music source, whether it's Apple Music or Spotify, or you can listen to the the podcast. You can you can do all kinds of things, um, and then you just start that music source because it it prompts you to it asks you if you want to open that music source, um, and then if you've already selected that music source, you can just start playing it outside of the app, and then start a run in the app. So, and and all the commands and everything will drop the music so that you can hear the command and then it will bring. Oh, gotcha.
3: Right, 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 right. Neat, neat. I, I cannot remember who asked the question. Uh, a lot of the customized folks do listen to this podcast. So I hope you're listening. There's your answer. And uh, yeah, we need to sneak rise and run link in there somewhere Weston. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: No. And, and that's actually another thing that I was going to say is with, with our resource tab um, we continue to build it out. So it is, you know, we can, eventually we will have a link that's, you know, listen to these podcasts or, um, you know, some different affiliate links that uh, that we're affiliated with. And um, so, yeah, that's also coming soon. So we'll, we'll definitely get that up. I almost didn't, I, I didn't really know this until I really started working with the app. If you have a problem with the app or with any app, just do a force close. This is also, again, only for Apple users currently, um, but, but it, 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 uh, Android apps work the same way. They just need, like, like everything, you need to turn your device off every once in a while. You need to let an app reset every once in a while. Um, so if you have a home button on your on your iPhone, you double click it, you swipe up to, uh, to res- reset the app. And then, you know, if you don't have a home button, you just swipe up and get into multitask mode and then swipe up on the app. It just clears out some bugs that that, you know, are in there, uh, happens with all apps. But that's usually that usually will fix any kind of glitch that you're having uh, with an app. As an aside, have you ever watched the
3: British situation comedy, The IT Crowd?
4: Oh, no, I haven't.
3: Oh, it's fun. It's hilarious. It's a and the guy's got a recording on his answering machine that if somebody calls him from a problem, the recording just says, have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again?
4: Yeah, it's funny. Like, so I'm also tech support for the app um, along with some other, along with some other people, but that usually, I mean, turning it off, force closing, if you really, you know, uninstalling, reinstalling, Those three things really fix pretty much 80% of the the issues, um, which seems weird, but... I know, I know. In the early days of PC computing, I
3: was reading a magazine and a fellow wrote the article. He said... I don't know why it works, yeah, but it works.
0: Yeah, I know. So yeah.
3: When all else fails, ah, that's exactly. good.
0: Exactly. Yep.
3: All right, let's get back to what else is going on. You got any scoops for us? Anything yeah. in you want to talk about?
4: So one of the other things I've been working on is really just how to amplify the message of of Jeff's methodology and how to get it to more people. And uh, and from a professional stance, is one one arena that we're going into. So we're looking at some short courses, teaming up with uh, industry um, professionals. So lawyers, um, we're having a a short course that's catered to lawyers. So you have some um, lawyer-specific job training, and then you also have some fitness-specific Jeff's teachings uh, in there as well. And so we're looking at some different uh, professional entities to do that kind of, um, to the, to do those short courses with, and, but then also just having short courses and Jeff's master classes online. So anybody can take it at any time. Um, yeah, so so a really just digitizing a lot of things that Jeff is doing. Um, we, one thing that, I don't know if Sherry mentioned, um, this, that she's working on is, um, helping us build an ambassador program. Yes, and, she did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's going to be, you know, a great resource just to, to help amplify messaging. Um, and there's so many good stories that are out there about people using Jeff's method to, um, you know, transform their life. Absolutely. And, and yes, it's sir. just, it, it just helps us cultivate those and capture those and and just help amplify their stories you know um whether it's beating cancer whether it's you know beating whatever it is, well, it uh, is. Be- yeah. beating old age uh, just getting off the couch yeah absolutely getting off the couch yeah. like yeah. it just it helps us having more people out there obviously helps us tell our stories better so um so yeah we're we're just looking to move forward and amplify messaging and uh and do it in a few different ways that really can help us reach more people.
3: Well outstanding. It is a wonderful message. I know on multiple occasions I've tried to express to Jeff what he's done for me and I there are tens and hundreds of thousands of us who are in the same boat and it's it's just hard to express because without this I don't know I sure as heck wouldn't be running so I, I appreciate it so much. Okay, so uh, Weston, what you got coming next? Will we see you at Disney World for any future races?
4: Yeah, so I will be, especially Wine and Dine, I'll be down working working the booth, um, Jeff's booth for a while and just answering any questions that might come up there. Uh, Jeff will obviously be there throughout the weekend. And then he has a, a retreat out in Carmel that he really loves getting out there. I a favorite, yeah and uh, I can understand that. Yeah, I know. And then, yeah. And then we're, we're back, um, you know, in Disney in January as well. January, so, Of
3: course. Yeah. But, hey, I will be looking for you in a couple of days at the booth at wine and dine. I'll be the, I'll be the tall old guy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Weston Galloway. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I look forward to seeing you there and uh, thank you guys for having me on. Weston's
3: a busy guy. I appreciate him spending that time with us. I've never met him. I look forward to seeing him at the expo here later on today as I record this. Uh, So that should be fun. That is an excellent podcast. I I think, as I've said, I've heard Jeff's stories multiple times, but I love listening to it anyway. And uh, I look forward to it getting back. They've been busy. Weston's been busy getting the app up, so the podcast is, I, I don't want to say it's released sporadically, but it's its worth a listen, gang. Give it a shot. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Reminder, we are getting together Saturday, this Saturday. Dockside Margarita's at 2.30. Uh, we'll be hanging there till at least 3.30. We look forward to seeing you. It is my favorite part of the weekend is seeing different people, whether it's there or whether it's before the race or whether it's just walking around and somebody says, Hey, I recognize that voice. Ah, that's sweet. I love it. So, uh, yeah, hop up and I want to meet you and say hello. And we all, we all do. So we're very much looking forward to that at the after party. I think the after party officially begins at 10, but our plans are to be around the barbecue, the Regal Eagle Barbecue at the American Pavilion at 10 o'clock. We'll hang there for a little bit. Say hi to some folks. If you just want to come by and say hi, that's great. If you want to come by and kind of maybe join up with us for the evening, we'll roam around the park. Allie said she will guide us to the Guardians of the Galaxy ride and yeah, let yeah. us ride with her. And that's, that'll be fun. I, I hope the weather's looking good. And I, I feel, I feel funny giving these weather forecasts because you're already there. Okay, so you know what the weather is. But here on a Tuesday night, the weather for the weekend is looking good. A little bit warm, even for Central Florida, but no significant rain in the forecast. Let's hope it stays that way. We may get some passing showers, but let's hope it stays no significant no significant rain. Hey, we talked about the expo. Uh, do yourself a favor. Give yourself time. To stop by and say hello to Jeff, you will not regret it. My my way to do it is to come back uh, Friday or Saturday, when it's less crowded, and it'll give you all the time that you need. Wonderful human being. Uh, our buddy Chris Twiggs will only be there Thursday. He's on his way to New York City to the New York Marathon. Our buddy Pam will be there. Pam of Fluffy Fizzy's fame. She'll be there. She'll be happy to see you. I promise. And She's she's a nice person too. You'll want to visit with Pam. So enjoy that. Guys, you might have noticed, uh, if you go to the website, riseandrunpodcast.com or any of the social media, we've got another shirt order going on. How's that going?
2: It's going awesome. So far, we've got some orders in for them and we'll be accepting pre-orders until November 12th, which is you know a few days after Wine and Dine. So don't hesitate on it. It's this one's a quick pre-order. Um, and then we have an approximate ship date of December 14th because we want to get them to you before marathon weekend if you're going. So we got a lot of different styles. We have T-shirts. This time we have tank tops. We have muscle tanks. And we have long sleeve tech hoodies. So check it out.
3: Allie's wearing one even as we speak. Allie, hold that sweatshirt up to the microphone. Will you? No, it looks good.
2: Allie's yep, got sounds sweatshirt
3: good. on. It looks nice. It's the... Uh... It's the new logo on the shirts and that's what's available on these shirts. Also, we got one more newly designed logo. We're going to roll out for shirts, but not yet. Um, If you ordered a shirt earlier, you got a rise and run wristband. We hope you'll wear that this weekend so we can identify one another going by. I ordered more of those. They won't be available until marathon weekend, but they'll be available then
2: but if you come and see us we may have something else for you this weekend so hopefully when you see us at the meetup we might have we might have some we might have some (laughs) stickers for you so definitely come and say hi and remind us that we have stickers to give you guys
3: good deal good deal
1: thanks for all the hard work on that john and ali do a lot of hard work on that the shirts uh are using the logo that our friend devin and uh carrie designed so just uh big, big big thanks to them again Thanks, guys.
0: Speaking of Devin Carey over at Zippity Tees, if you're not going to be in Disney World uh, for Wine and Dine Weekend and you live in the tri-state area of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York, uh, they will be doing a pop-up shop in New Hope, Pennsylvania, uh, part of Peddler's Village. Um, I know it's a really pretty time oh, you to go is. there to see the fall yeah. foliage. I think there's an Apple Festival going on, but Zippity Tees is going to be doing – a pop-up shop there this weekend. So if you're in the area, go and check them out for sure and tell them That's we said hi. Neat.
3: That's neat. I, I, As you know, I used to live in the area. New Hope's a very pretty area, very pretty place. Neat. Glad to hear it. Hey, John. Hey, we Bob. Haven't, we
1: haven't done reviews in a while. We got any new reviews? Yeah, we got two, two new reviews. Well, lay them on us. From Run, Lauren, Run, Awesome Running Podcast. Found this podcast in the summer and binge listens until I was caught up. Love the contact. Has wow. got me through many long runs, drives to work and work days. Oh. Work day. Good, good. You listen to it. You're listening
3: at work. Right. Good. Don't Great. blame us.
1: <laughs> Produ- productions down, but I got the podcast then.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lauren, thank you for that. Thank you for that wonderful review. We're glad you're enjoying it. Uh, some of the long runs, yeah, we had some long episodes. But uh, good.
1: Wonderful. John, you said you had one more. Another one from motivating and entertaining from Disney Denise. I just started running a few months ago and came across this podcast. It's the first podcast I've ever really wanted to listen to, and I can't get enough of it. Aww. So it, it's so informative and motivating. I listen to this on my morning runs instead of music now. I can't wait to do run Disney events. I signed up for and feel super prepared. Wow. Thank awesome. you Denise. Thank you. So Thank awesome. you. We look
3: forward. We look forward to seeing you say that all the time because i mean it so that's great thanks thanks for taking the time guys we appreciate it okay my friends it's time now for something that we have not done since last race season something we really enjoy we get a big kick at it and something that is much bigger than it was when we did this last year and that is the disney run weekend roll call so here are the rules. We're just going to call out first names. We assume you know who you are. When you hear your name, you need to stand up and remain standing until everybody's name is called, okay? Can you do that? (laughs) All right. All right, let's give it a start now. There's one more thing I want to say. I asked people if they would indicate that they were doing a first something. Some people did. Some people may have missed that. I will do my best. And I'm going to start with... The two-course challenge. And the first name is Allie without an E. And she's doing her first. I'm not sure what. I'm not sure if it's her first challenge, or first half, or her first Disney run. But she's doing her first. So, Allie without an E. We got Allie with an E. Me. Alicia. Alicia is a perfect two-course challenge person. Amy, Andrew, Ann, Ashley, and Benjamin. First challenge for each of them. Bonnie, Brian, Casey, first challenge, Christina, first challenge, Dawn, Doreen, first challenge, Aaron, and Heidi.
2: That's my whole crew.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And a couple people though. So I <laughs> hope right. you guys all like running together.
1: Continuing. Next we got Jennifer, John, Joshua. Judy, it's Judy's first event. Karen, Jay, Karen, O, Kate, Kathy, Carrie Ann, and Mark, Kim, and Woody, Lori, Lisa, Maggie, Margaret. She's doing the 10K with her husband and half with her daughter. Megan and Melissa.
0: And then rounding out the two-course challenge, we have Monica, Nicole, which is actually her first run Disney race ever. That's awesome. Woo! Nikki, Sarah, Sherry and Tom, Skyler, Tara P., Tara W., Tiffany, Todd, Tony, Tracy, and Wendy.
3: All right, round of applause. Yay. Woo! All yeah. right, y'all can, y'all can go ahead and take your seats now. That was cool, man. That's a great long list. You think that's long? Wait, wait till January.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be its own episode.
3: Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm so excited by the response we're getting here. You guys are doing great. All right, who's running the half marathon?
2: All right, so we got Andrea. This is her first half. Ashley, Ashton, also a first half for Ashton. Britt, Emily, Erica, our Jack. Jessica, Caitlin, which is also a first half for Caitlin, Kelly and Mark, Kristen, Rachel, Sean, and Nikki. You
3: may be seated. Yay! Yay! All
4: right,
0: running the ten k this year at Wine and Dine, we have Ashley, myself, Jason, Pam, Sayuris, and Sarah. All right, ten k folks, you didn't have to stand up for long, and we didn't. Hey, we didn't give the ten k folks a round of
3: applause. They deserve it. Yay, 10K, folks.
2: Yay.
1: All right. 5K. So for the 5K, we have Allie with an I, Allie with an E. That's me. Ashley, Becky, Bob, Bonnie, Brian, Danny, Erin, Greg with his family, Jennifer, John, Joshua, Karen, Katie, Margaret, Melissa, Sarah, Tara, Tracy, Wendy, Jeff, Carly, and Riley, Tony, and Lisa.
2: Very nice. Very nice,
1: guys. Very nice. And I I didn't see anybody
3: here, but I know a lot of times uh, 5K folks are doing their first Run Disney event ever. But I'm not sure that's the case this time. I recognize a lot of these names. So cool. And then in the virtuals, we've got uh, Joe's doing all three. Shocker. Kate's doing the challenge. Molly's doing the 5K. Valerie is running the half. Melissa, the 10K. And Sean, the 5K. Way to go, guys. Way to go. Way to go, everyone. Congratulations on being down there. We are looking forward to seeing you. And we just think it's so awesome. There were like, I think there were, no, there's more than this. There were 96 entries, but some folks have multiple names on one line. So there's over 100 people in there. That's so cool.
1: <laughs> and and Bob, one of the pluses for some of these virtual runners, they got their medals already. They got their stuff already, yeah. Yep. So even if they're local, they could run to the park and get photo ops with everybody else too. It could happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. nice. That would be neat. Well,
3: it's an exciting time. We're glad you're doing it. We're glad you're with us, and we'll see you there. All right. Let's go now to the race (laughs) report. Okay, so we had a bunch of folks racing this Halloween weekend. Let's start with the spooktacular 5K in Huntsville, Alabama, that Alicia ran her first live race since April. This is an annual event in the Northeast Alabama city of Huntsville. It's a costume race. She went straight from this run. Alicia's, and I hope I get her name wrong. I, I Forgive me, please, Alicia, if I'm getting it wrong. But she went straight from her run to Nutcracker rehearsals. Alicia's a dancer. She posted one of her dances, One, if you guys remember seeing it or not. Very beautiful. And so that's pretty cool. So that's, that's that's dedication. Straight from a run to.
2: Also one of my favorite ballets too is the Nutcracker. I love it. Nice job.
3: She asks the question, why is running so emotional? Hmm. We'll do that in another episode. I mean, we've touched on it before. We have, but it, it, it is. It is for a lot of people and a lot, not always, but a lot of times. All right, move on. Uh, The ghostly Gecko 5K in Melbourne, Florida. Monica ran that with her whole family. This is a race series on the Space Coast, part of a race series. Of note, Monica says her 10-year-old daughter finished second in her age group in the 5K at 26.34. A 10-year-old. 26 minutes, 34 seconds. That's nice. Yeah. Awesome. That's impressive. Our buddy from Central Florida, Margaret, was there. Margaret's costume, if you haven't seen it, she posts these pictures on the Run Disney Motivational Team group page. This one, she ran with, I believe it's her husband, John. Her, John was Bob Ross, the old TV painter who passed away some years ago. And Margaret was a happy little tree. Do you guys guys know that (laughs) reference? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows Bob Ross. It's amazing. It's amazing what they did there. Really neat. Uh, Again, speaking of costumes and Halloween, the Halloween half marathon, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Our Council of Costumes buddy, Pamela, did the 5K, costumed, of course, and Candace ran the half. Candace's comment. Runners rock compared to normal people. I like that. Candace met up with, as she refers to her, Costume Pam. And the two had their photos taken together. Pam's having some hip issues. And uh, I wish her the best on getting those resolved. In the North Palm Beach Lynx 5K Ghost Run in North Palm Beach, Florida. Jennifer ran with her husband, Stephen, they took a picture of a rainbow in the sky at the finish. Had a nice medal. Uh, Sarah ran that one also. The Nightmare on Claremont Trail 5K. Mary ran with her sister. Photos. This was a nighttime race, I'm pretty sure. Looked like it was fun. Had a unique medal shaped like a pineapple. The Runners for Recovery 5K, Orange Park, Florida. This one was rescheduled from October 1st. Melissa ran that one. She finished photos. She was a great race with a great group of people. I noticed in her photo, she had her gym boss on her wrist. Another successful Galloway run, walk, run runner. The Hot Cider Hustle 5K, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Katie ran that one, ran it with her son, and both finished second in the age group. There's another cider run on here somewhere, I'm pretty sure. Our friend Dean. Our friend Dean did an ultra this week also. He did a trail run and almost all of this was on trails, 50 K in Croom Park, Florida. The John Holmes trail run Uh, did a great job. Uh, Single track most of the way. He said he fell two times, but he kept on going. He's a tough guy. That Dean. he he did very well. Proud of, and in, and I hope I pronounced this right, Marie, Uppsala, Sweden, the Uppsala Marathon. Wonderful photos on a pretty day for running. She said it was really windy and at times she had to walk, but she knew that that was okay because it's okay to walk. The object is to finish. And she did a great job. Great finish. Marie will be with us at Disney World for Dopey. Look forward to seeing you there. Staying international, the terrifying 10K in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Sarah and Jeanette ran that one. Sarah and Jeanette met because of this podcast, and now they race together. That's so awesome. I think it is, too. I think it's just fantastic. Sarah PR'd this thing by just a little better than four minutes. Great job. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, Let's move on to Sunday. Sunday was Marine Corps Marathon Weekend. Now, I realized that I just said Sunday was the weekend. I think there was one event on Saturday. Let's go through the list here. Gretchen ran the 10K. Mark and Adam ran the 50K. Uh, didn't hear from Mark. Adam said he ran with Tony. Mark, uh, Adam and Tony, you may remember, ran the Keys 100 together. Adam had some cramping problems. He thought since it was cold... He wouldn't need his salt tablets. You'd think a guy like Adam with the experience that he has wouldn't learn lessons, but he learned one there that even though it was kind of chilly, he still needed it. He's pushed really hard at the end, pushed through some tough cramps, and finished strong. We have one more 50K runner. We'll get to him in just a moment, but let's take a look at the marathon runners. Emily finished the marathon. Great job, Emily. Heather, who was with us last week, Heather finished in the push rim division. She finished her marathon there. And our friends Kim and Woody, Woody's in a uh, race chair. They're in the duo, duo division because Woody gets pushed in his chair. Kim did some, but not all of the pushing. But this was a first marathon finish for Kim. So way to go.
0: Congratulations. And
3: then last on my list, but by no means last in our hearts, our guest tonight on the Race Report Spotlight. We are happy to welcome our good friend, Nate, to the podcast this evening. Nate, how you doing?
5: I'm doing better than I deserve, Bob.
3: Uh, that's a good answer, <laughs> Nate. That's a good answer. A little inside humor there, customized training fans. Uh, good answer. Thanks. Great Nate, to be here, Bob. Yeah, so glad you had time for us. Nate, we're going to talk about that 50K that you and a couple of the other guys I already mentioned participated in. But let's start like we typically do, if that's okay. Nate, how in the world did you get started running?
5: Well, I'm actually one of those guys that started really running uh, as a as an adult. I did have some some experience running and tracking uh, in track, but um, I was by no means anything. was not impressive. It was just I enjoyed being on a on a, a team, and I was. I can remember only in high school, and I remember getting third place only because the best person on the other team didn't show, got injured or something. (laughs) So I was never, I didn't like running at that point. It was kind of one of those things where it just was was not. I would not have considered myself a runner at that point, but it actually funny enough, I started running when I saw my, my friend, his wife uh, ran, uh, had just had a baby and, and was running a half marathon. And I said to myself, again, no no disrespect to her whatsoever, but I said, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. Oh, I get that. And, and so that was back in, in uh, 2007. So I did the, uh, it was the Harrisburg half marathon for the first time. And I have to tell you that that first race, I came home afterwards, and I just slept for a couple hours. <laughs> you know, I was so I did not know run walk run at all. No, and I. I just uh, it was. Um, I remember there's this little hill that was much less than what I did for Marine Corps, and um, my wife was there, and I was I was walking because I was on a death march and she was going to take a picture of me and i said you can't take a picture i'm not running and she said well then run and so <laughs> um funny enough that's the the joke i always tell if i'm running with somebody on that hill and funny enough on my 29 miler i told that to J- J- my friends jd and anthony who were who were uh, on the on uh, the run with me and at that point i would would still have not really considered myself a runner but i that was my first experience at doing that. And my time was, 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 was respectable. It was probably around a two, uh, a 35 or something, yeah, yeah,
1: sure.
5: or something like that. It was not fun.
1: <laughs> um,
5: <laughs> and then I was like, well, I want to get under two hours. So I came back the next year and did did that. So I just kept at it. And then I, I just knew that there had to be a better way. So then I eventually I found um, Jeff Galloway and, and his his race. That's my story of how I became a runner. And, and I just really enjoyed being able to do that.
0: Nate, how did you stumble upon the customized training group with Coach Twiggs? Because if I remember correctly, when you and I ran together at Bird in Hand last year, I think you said that you were a guinea pig. C- c- explain that one.
5: Yeah, yeah. So when I I first I had heard about the Galloway method uh a long time ago, but back in 2003 I was able to get I was involved with the a different podcast that I think uh Kevin and um the Extra Mile podcast and he interviewed he he sent out a request for people to who were interested in either running their first marathon running their first time using Galloway method or running a PR and I was selected to do the the first time running with the Galloway method and so coach Cr- coach Chris actually was able to share um, he did it. it's so funny because I, I still have the the, the schedule um, but it was customized before it was customized. It was on an Excel spreadsheet. And so that was my first real example of of doing the Galloway method. And I was able, I just really in, enjoyed it. And I've been hooked ever since.
3: Yeah, Greg, Nate was customized before customized was cool. So. <laughs> yeah. And
5: I love it. I cannot say enough about how much that has changed my life and how it's been just amazing. And this weekend, which I'll get into, is a perfect example of that. I just spent uh, several days with some some of the customized guys, and I'd never met in person before.
2: And customize has changed my life because I've gotten the opportunity to meet people like Nate, who is a wonderful and positive um, person, and so. I'm sure you feel the same way about the people that you've met through Customize is just they're just a bunch of really nice people. Yeah, it is. That's true.
5: It, it is just the most amazing group of people. And I mean that's how I got to know Greg and we I ran with Bird in hand. I've got to pace you at Bird in Hand. <laughs> so
3: Yeah, well we sure enjoy it and appreciate it. Let's get back to Washington D C though. Uh, let's talk about that. It's uh Marine Corps weekend really, I think three events, the ten K, the Marathon, and uh, the 50K. Well, let's start out. Let's start. I usually, on these big events like that, I like to ask friends, how was the expo?
5: The expo was great. So one of the things I I mentioned in the call this morning was basically go Friday. Don't wait until Saturday. Uh, We we fortunately got there on Friday and was able to pick up the proxy for one of the guys that couldn't make it until Saturday. And it wasn't busy at all. We literally walked right in and got everything we needed to do. It was just a great, it was very easy and was able to to go in there. They had just a a lot of different things to look at. It's it's definitely not back to what it would have been back pre-pandemic. But it was it was still really nice, nicely done, and you and know, definitely suggest doing it Friday because we went back Saturday because one of the guys wanted to possibly buy a, uh, the the new Enduro Enduro Garmin, um, and we just we waited in line and and we're like this is crazy, so <laughs> um, highly highly recommend going on Friday instead of Saturday, and it was it was nice to just be able to interact with the different groups. And funny enough, I just listened to the rise and run podcast about the charity and I was able to uh, see a charity there that was uh, actually near and dear to my heart. And I, you know, you got, you can't, you couldn't listen to that, to, to that episode, which was one or two back. Um, without wanting to raise money yourself for a, a good cause. Aww. So you guys definitely uh, um, got me, like, just was just really like, okay, what, sign me up. So okay. um, <laughs> my my daughter, my youngest daughter was recently diagnosed with uh, autism and um, well, there was a organization called, uh, that helps help support autism uh, research. And so I I didn't sign up right on the spot, but I, uh, seriously considering I had heard about this organization before, before I even knew about my own situation. And so the rising Run podcast, just putting that out there was like, wow, you know what? I could possibly raise money for, for a good cause. And actually it's something I didn't mention before, but I actually did, um, the Marine Corps Marathon for team and training back in 2012. So that's a fun oh, nice. fact.
2: We're here to help you, Nate, whenever you start fundraising for it.
5: Yeah, sounds sounds great.
0: So Nate, I want to talk a little bit about the course of the 50K. So uh, this past spring, I had the opportunity to do the Cherry Blossom 10-milers. So you, know, you got to see a couple of sites – um, you know, of the greater mall area down in the DC area. Uh, but could you give us some of the highlights of you know the the sights and the sounds that you got to see um over the course of that um thirty plus mile run?
5: The be- the best part was obviously the mall, but even just before you got to that, we the first couple miles we ran, um, that was the hill. And if it's funny looking at the the looking at the Garmin the elevation, it's it goes well. You, this is a we always talk about this in a podcast that you can't see me, (laughs) but it's like this crazy, crazy Hill. Um, but, uh, we just, we went down the, we got to see the Washington monument. I have a couple pictures of that. Um, we were able to just, just soak in all of the different, um, the monuments that were there. Um, Probably the most meaningful was, and this might be a little bit different, but the Blue Mile. Um, yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. Um, Please do. I was going yeah, to ask go
3: about it. it. Good, Nate, go ahead.
5: So the Blue Mile is is was just super impactful because uh, this is where we remember all the people who have fallen for our freedom, and we all just it went quiet at that point. We took our, a lot of us took our hats off and it was very sobering, very inspiring. Uh, the, so the first part of the mile was pictures of, and you could see their names and of course their ages are young, oh, much, yeah. Yeah. you know, twenties and, sure. um, and it's just, you just realize how much people have, have given for our freedom and then the most inspiring part was right after that, they had flags and all the people who were represented by those names and pictures, they were family members, loved ones, and they were there just cheering us on with their flags. And um, I lost it at that point. I just, uh, you know, was, I can't remember what mile it was, but um it was just so inspiring and, and, you know, just kind of helps help to get you to keep, keep going. And, and no matter what you knew that you could, could make it. And that was just really inspiring.
2: Awesome.
3: Yeah. I hear that from many folks who make that run. I haven't done it yet, but I hear the same thing.
5: Yeah. You know, just, it was so it you know we so I so often take my our freedoms for granted and in that moment you just definitely um you know don't even you just are like wow like this is just so inspiring
2: even just you describing it I got chills
5: (laughs) yeah it's and I I have some picture more pictures and stuff of it and it's just um just incredible
0: so Nate, not race specific here, but I mean, obviously, you know, you've you've said that you've done the Marine Corps Marathon before. Now you've upped the ante to the fifty k. In terms of your physical training, but also your mental training as well too. What did did it take extra for you to do to be able to go from that distance of marathon to fifty k?
5: Yeah, it's it's a lot of just slowing down and really trusting the process and trusting coach Chris, uh, uh, that's the the simple answer, but it's, it's also realizing that, you know, I did take it very conservative in the first half of the 50 the K and, and at the same time, I, I really had to just take a step back and just know like, Hey, this is, I had to debate between in my, my brain, the difference between, okay, this is, You've never gone thirty-one miles before, so make sure you trust trust coach, you're physically prepared. Normally run with music because I'm mostly running by myself. And so this was interesting because I learned a lesson from Bird in Hand where I thinking and just pushing through the, the pain and that was Obviously, when you go beyond the marathon distance, yeah, be, yeah. if past the half marathon distance, there's going to be some pain, and uh, so just kind of pushing through that, and 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 really soaking in the the crowd, and just it was so great to not have music because mm-hmm. I was so much more aware of of the crowd oh, yeah. and and everything.
3: That you actually PR'd your your marathon in this thing, I, didn't you?
5: I did. Yeah, I. I have so I have an official time for my first marathon which was a 53402 and my unofficial marathon according to my watch at the first part of the of the Marine Corps 50k was a 4 hour 51 – oh nice Five seconds so I totally destroyed yeah. it regardless yeah. uh, even thank you even if we go and say it was five hours um, because I think of officially it was probably closer to five hours. Um, that's still over a 34 minute PR and more and more interestingly, I'm 10 years older. Yeah. More importantly, I died at 20 miles I was looking at the the pace that my pace is, and it was really interesting. So here's a plug for customized Galloway, all of that good stuff. I trained up to 20 miles. So guess what? I hit the wall at 20 miles yeah. in 2012. So, um, and I'm walking today. So yeah, <laughs> the board. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I will say that my, I didn't, particularly like, uh, the steps that I have in my house, uh, I that out there. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I, I destroyed my, my, um, the time for, and it's the similar, it was a similar course. It was, it was Marine Corps, but they, they changed it slightly, at least from what I remember. So, um, but yeah, so it was awesome. So thank now you.
3: the 50 <laughs> K is on the marathon course, but then you've got the extra, it's about an extra 10 kilometers, a little less, I think. Isn't, isn't that how it works?
5: Yep. And it's, yep. And the, I really enjoyed the, it, we went up the canal and it was, it was so peaceful. So we left, we were, our race was uh, started at seven 15 and the marathoners was more like seven 50, seven 55 or something like that. And so by the time we rejoined the marathoners um, it it was, it was so nice to be just with the fifty kers because there was about a thousand of us, and when we went into, let's say mile, I don't know six. I should know this. The the mile markers. But, um, when we rejoined them, the marathon course, it was just overwhelming. There's people everywhere. And it was like, Oh yeah, that's right. I'm in the Marine Corps marathon. So it was, but it was, it was uh, very cool to, to, to rejoin them. And they were all like, we just started and
3: so <laughs> it, was, it was cool. So you were well warmed up by that. Yes, yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you, you talked about the plume mile and you talked about the flags. What other, uh, important what other memories of the course stand out for you?
5: yeah, just going to the i would say the the part way through when we got there were just crowds everywhere um it was fun I saw i don't know which pictures I sent you but i I got to see the n b c peacock um i saw um uh, Mrs incredible and mr incredible um, yes I saw <laughs> and, that uh there were just all kinds of places where it was, uh, hit here for power. So uh-huh, I, uh-huh. almost all of them, I, 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 hit that. And funny enough, I did a terrible job of getting the tangents. So I just, I ran probably a 0. 0.8 miles more. i 31 miles. Wasn't enough, Bob. Uh, so <laughs> that's, what can that's I say? pretty normal.
3: <laughs> I think that's pretty normal.
5: So, yeah. um, but just the people around and the, the, the signs, I, again, I just soaked any, in all those, those signs. Any other
3: fa- any other favorite signs?
5: Um, my favorite sign was, uh, blisters are Braille for awesome. That was, <laughs> that was one. <laughs> I haven't um, seen
3: this one. I like it. Yeah.
5: And then my other one, I, uh, there were two other ones run with your heart when your legs get tired. And then the last one was embrace the suck, which was, that was a. Yeah. That was one that, that I, we had kind of embraced the first, the first marathon. So I will (laughs)
3: tell you that soldiers say that a lot.
5: So, and uh, yeah, that's, those are the, the main meaningful signs and stuff that was, was, that I saw.
0: Lots of great memories there, Nate, but let's talk about the big one. Talk about the memory and the emotion that you had crossing the finish line.
5: It was just incredible. I have to st- I have to back up a little bit because the the finish line the Marines like to torture us, right? So <laughs> um, they the the last quarter mile or so is is a pretty decent. I mean, it's not the same. You know, it's not a huge hill. It's not like a, a burden hand hill, so to speak. But it's a it's a hill, and um, so anyway, I'm going up there. There's thousands and thousands of people in the crowds. It was just. Being able to, uh, again, the, the, it's interesting because I'd already crossed the 31 mile mark according to my watch. And so I'm like, get me to the finish yeah, line. Where's my it? finish Where line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so it was so overwhelming. I think it, you know, I've been listening to your podcast, uh, the, the, a bunch of the recent ones, and um, you guys talk about the emotion of, okay, did you, were you crying at the end or not? And I didn't cry at the end, but I did cry at the, 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 uh, uh, the blue mile and, um, and also just coming into the city, seeing the Washington monument, I cried.
3: Yeah, cool. Um, and,
5: uh, so I did not cry at the, the finish line, but I was just just so grateful i was like you know what i really i did it i i I made it through i i had did have some obstacle as far as my hip was hurting about halfway through and so i was able to push through and and just didn't give up on you know uh just again trusting the training and, and 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 coach and just the amazing support i had i mean even just text messages throughout nate
3: before we wrap it up anything you want to add about the event
5: I had very high expectations for this weekend and they were blown out of the water. It was so amazing to spend the time uh, with them, with the Marines and just being able to just spend the time with, with my customized friends that I had never met before in person. It's, it's exactly what it was crazy. You know, that I was going to, I remember hearing some guests in your podcast say that they were meeting up with perfect strangers and that they had just the most amazing time. And, and that's exactly what happened. I had been texting with, 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 uh, one of the guys, but I had never met any of the guys in person and it was like we had known each other forever. And so it's just. Amazing. How about a couple,
3: how about a couple shout outs, Nate? Who were you? Yeah. With?
5: So the people I were with, actually, you guys know them, uh, Uh, Adam and and Tony and Jamie so and uh, it's funny we were talking up with Jamie that I he actually got injured and and I won't share any details about that but he I pulled him along the first half of the 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 race and then uh, once my hip started hurting he pulled me on the second half and then I just killed him at the la- the last quarter mile. Uh, I pulled him up the up the hill and he's like, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, this is what I do. This is a uh, coach Chris can vouch for for what I do on the at the burden hand." So, um but yeah, shout out to Adam and Tony and Jamie. You guys were awesome. Also shout out to just I could there's just so many people who who really supported me through this and I'm just so grateful. It's been amazing.
3: Awesome stuff, Nate. What's uh, what's the future hold? What uh, when's your next ultra? When's your next hundred mile? Never mind. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. What, what's so, coming up next? So my my next official race is the Jeff Galloway thirteen point one in uh, March. That's a good one. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm doing that with the uh, the VIP experience, and yep. I would be lying if I said that I didn't have any uh aspirations to do something sooner um i don't yeah, have, yeah. i don't have anything officially on the calendar um and i know i got to give a shout out to my wife for the ultra marathon of being a solo parent all weekend uh so couldn't have done it without her and and her support and all, yeah. you know all, all the support for that, that she gives me to, to make these weekends happen and just these long runs. So I, I don't have any longer races in the works, but if Tony and Adam and Jamie have their way, I will be doing the keys at some keys point. One, <laughs> and I, I, yeah. I, I will not say I'll never do that, but that's not in the cards for 2023.
3: Yeah. It'd be uh, kind of quick.
2: Yeah, you're um, hanging out with some good influences there.
5: I I, I am on the most slippery slope, no demand. <laughs> you um, are. I have no place to go but dish downhill uh, from from here. Um, there's no there's no there's uh, yeah positive peer pressure for sure. There's no there's no rational race that's after this one. So, um, but uh, I'm really excited about crossing this finish line and just what it's going to do to just propel me into the to the future so
3: wonderful nate thanks for sharing your time thanks for sharing your story we loved having you with us i'll see you in march
5: yes sounds great i really appreciate it bob and you guys are amazing thanks for the encouragement
3: all right pleasure visiting with nate thanks for giving us the time on that that's a the marine corps marathon weekend is a it's a significant running event in the U S it's, it's a biggie. So well done. Well done, everyone. Uh, finishing up here on Sunday, the Halloween spooky sprint 5k winter garden, Florida. Margaret had one on Saturday. She had this one on Sunday. This one's with the Florida running company. This one, Margaret broke out her Mickey mouse jack-o'-lantern ears for this one. Margaret always goes out in costumes for a race. She does a great job. The Black Cat 5K in Valrico, Florida. Tracy ran that one. Tracy said it was the first time she ran with ears and a tail. I can't believe you never ran with ears and a tail before, Tracy. I mean, what's <laughs> what's up with that? Ah, uh, here's the other hot cider I was looking for. Hot Cider Hustle 8 Miler, Naperville, Illinois. Mark ran with his wife said it was a typical fall day and that they finished they had their first Cider of the season. And wrapping up this week's race report, the Treasure Coast Halloween Half Marathon in Stewart, Florida. Robert picked a beautiful day, although it was a little warm, to set a PR in that event. Congratulations, one and all. Thanks for submitting your info to the race report. We love hearing about it. So, my friends, with the conclusion of the race report, episode 56 is winding down. My friends and If you run, you know you are our friend. It's been such a pleasure being with you. Gosh, we're looking forward to seeing a whole bunch of you real soon. But until then, happy running.
0: The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer.